Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Let's Go Beyond. John here. Hey, you guys. So in this episode, I'm going to get probably a little bit more serious. Um, I'm actually going to go ahead and kind of give you guys some more information about myself. Really, this is going to be my quote unquote coming out story. Um, so we're going to kind of go over, you know, how I grew up, um, what had impacted me to kind of become who I am today and just some like different information like that. Um, I actually will be completely transparent with you guys. I recorded this whole episode last night, um, after sitting on my couch for the whole day, kind of like thinking, am I really going to record this? Do I want to record this? And, um, I did record it last night, but a huge chunk of it actually got deleted or it just went missing. And so I'm just going to re-record this because I don't want to try to edit around what had went missing because I don't actually know what went missing. Um, but hopefully actually today will be a lot better because last night when I was recording it, I actually started crying like quite a bit of times through it. So <laughs> I think today will probably be a better day. Um, I kind of have more of a clear mind and we're ready to go. Um, I will let you know, I am kind of just really, I want to say winging it because I didn't really write like an overview or a script down of what I wanted to say for this. So I do apologize ahead of time. Um, this isn't going to be the most edited episode. So let's just go ahead and kind of move on with it. <laughs> Um, so to kind of start the story off, of course, I am a gay man, um, partnered with a, another gay man. <laughs> um, so I actually grew up in the little small town that I had told you guys about. Um, it is a very conservative religious area. Um, growing up, I actually grew up in a Pentecostal household and grew up in church. Um, so we actually grew up in um, Church of God and uh, Assemblies of God, which it was great. Uh, I really actually want to start this off with saying I don't have any regrets or anything about things I've learned in life, just because anything that has come to me in life, I've always taken um, lessons from them. Um, so I guess we'll kind of start off by getting with the earliest memory that I have of liking a boy or having just a thought about a boy. Um, so the earliest memory I have is actually in fourth grade. I was a child um, and I actually sat next to somebody in my class who I thought was cute. Um, I had a little crush on him, but um, of course, growing up, you learn that that's not okay. So, you know, I knew it was wrong. So it just kind of like, don't think about it. And I really only ever remember having one thought like that year of liking him. Um, and I can even tell you like the first person who ever made fun of me or called me gay. Um, and that person actually were, I guess you would say friends today or acquaintances at least. I, I know them. <laughs> That's actually where I go from. Like in high school, we were actually friends. And then now we don't really talk, but it's more of just because we've, grown apart and kind of gone away. Um, but we, I had this crush. Um, remember my fir first quote unquote bully. 
Um, at this point, you know, I would go home and I would like cry to my mom or my sister telling them, you know, I'm getting bullied at school. I was just so sad about everything. Um, because I don't know why people were calling me gay. Um, that was just something that, you know, it was not okay. I did not want to be called that because that's not what I was. That's what I thought. (laughs) Um, and I know the reason why is because, you know, listen to the way I talk. I, I have that gay accent is what we call it. (laughs) Um, so I completely get why people would, you know, ask me like, Oh, are you gay? Oh, I know you're gay because just because I I have that kind of tone and voice. Um, well, let me see. Um, we kind of get through like elementary school at this point, you know, I'm, I'm having quote unquote crushes on girls because I'm really trying to mask everything down. Um, I want to be more of this like masculine person that you learn about in the Bible, um, where, you know, they have a wife, um, they have kids, they're happy and you just don't talk about it. Um, so I was like, that's perfect. That's what I'll do. So that's kind of how I grew up a lot of my life. Um, growing up, we, again, were in church and we would go to like these youth camps or kids camps whenever I was younger. And, um, somehow every time you go homosexuality, homosexuality always gets brought up about how it's an abomination. It's not okay to, it's not okay to be gay. Um, you're going to spend your eternity in hell if you are and so on and so forth. So, you know, you're really scared at this point. Um, and that's one thing that was really hard for me growing up is because being religious, you always learn that, you know, the things said are not to scare you. It's to make you realize, I don't really know what the whole like premise of it is, but in my mind, it was scaring me at this point because I'm having these ungodly thoughts, you know, these, um, not good thoughts of boys and, I can't help it. Like, it's not something that I'm making myself do. It's just happening because, you know, I see cute boys. I, I think boys are what I want to be with. Um, and so it's just something that was really hard. Um, I, I remember I used to actually like cry myself to sleep some nights, uh, because I was like, this is, this is what's going to lead me to, go to hell and I'm going to spend my eternity there and I'm going to suffer because of these thoughts that I cannot control. Like I can't get my feelings to like girls. And so, you know, I'm freaking out most of my life. (laughs) Um, I kind of, whenever I was younger, really didn't have like any gay influences. So, um, keep this in mind we didn't have, I think growing up, I only knew of like a couple of gay people. And one of them was the guy who cut my hair. Um, and actually I do remember like he, he actually plays, I feel like a pretty big part in kind of who I am and everything, because whenever I got a little bit older and I started like realizing, you know, things, I would talk to him about it because obviously he understands the struggle. Um, so you know, I want to confide in someone that I know would, for one, keep my secret and for two, um, you know, be able to kind of help me out or give me advice or, you know, just listen in general. Um, so 
one time I, whenever I was younger, I hear stories about, you know, me telling my mom, oh, I really liked his voice or I liked his accent or something like that. And I don't remember it. I don't remember saying that, but I could see myself saying that though. Um, it's just something that <laughs> like I could see younger me saying. Um, and I actually truly have so much respect for people like Lil Nas X who are coming out and in his music videos, you know, he's dancing with guys or, you know, on his live performances, he's dancing with men and it's, it's not, you know, it's something different. And I'm definitely glad that there is some representation getting out there. Um, a lot of people are going to always say, well, why does the gay community need representation? Well, the gay community needs rep representation so that kids like me don't have to go through a whole life scared, you know, like worried about what's going to happen or think this is not normal because there should be no reason that kids should have to think that something is not normal. Um, you know, we, we see men and women dancing on uh, performance stages sexually, um, you know, grinding on each other, but it's not okay for two men to be on the stage. Um, you know, and another person who I really respect is, um, of course, like Frank Ocean or Sam Smith or even, um, I'm going to lose his name um, and it's going to bug me that I can't think about it. Um, Billy, Billy Porter. Um, they're just kind of like breaking, they're breaking walls for, um, you know, for people like me who kind of, you know, freak out about not being normal. Um, I mean, I, whenever I was younger, we're not normal. You know, that's what we used to think. But now it's kind of getting a little bit more out there, feeling a little bit more open. Um, you know, even like today and stuff, uh, going out into Austin, there's a lot more people who are gay. And it's nice to see, you know, families with I'm sorry. Um, it's nice to see families with like two men, two women, um, as parents. It's, it's just amazing to see. And I truly love it. Um, but anyways, <laughs> let me see. Growing up, I had always liked to be, you know, out there. I liked to be not, I don't want to say the center of attention because I really wasn't the center of attention, but I liked to have like the lead roles and things or be in like plays, um, be in dances and stuff. And it was just, it was always fun for me. Um, I never had really like those experiences where like I walked around the house in my mom's heels. My mom really didn't have heels in general, but, um, I remember like sometimes whenever nobody was home, I used to like walk around on my tiptoes and like ballet, like ballet, ballerinas. Um, I remember the one memory I do remember in one of our first homes in New Mexico, not our first home, but probably like our second home in Lovington. Um, I was walking down the hallway and I had my arms up. Um, I don't really know how to explain this. Like I had my arms up kind of like T-Rex arms. I guess that's what you can call them. Like the limp wrist. So that's the best way I can think about it. The limp wrist. I was walking around with limp wrist around the house. And uh, my mom had told me, don't walk around like that. That's, um, that's how girls walk or something like that. And so that memory has always stuck with me. It's just like one of those funny, funny things that I do remember. Um, <laughs> but anyways, so we go through, we go through life. I'm going to these church camps. I'm in school. I'm trying to have these little girlfriends to get my mind off of, you know, who I am trying not to be. Um, and so <laughs> we, uh, so then it gets kind of like a little bit later in life. So at this point, 
I get to the point where I can start working at these church camps because I can start doing these internships at 14 years old. Um, so I'm 14. I'm working at these summer camps, meeting some great people. Um, again, every year homosexuality always gets brought up and it's an abomination. You're going to spend the rest of your life in hell if you are like this. So don't be that or don't choose to be like that. Um, so <laughs> we get through, I work a couple more summers. Um, I'm in high school at this point. So I can tell you a little bit more memory. So I'm in high school now. It's my sophomore year. So my sophomore year in high school, I actually did have a crush on a guy. Um, there was a guy who I used to think he was just the cutest thing ever, but I never actually said I was gay. Um, so there was a select group of probably like four people um, who were who I would talk to and I would tell them like, Hey, like I really, I'm not gay, but if I was like, I could see myself being with this person. That's just the way I would always label it. Cause I never wanted to, um, I never wanted to make myself like known, you know, like I never wanted to be out or anything. So I was like, if I was gay, this person would make me question myself. And, um, I had a crush on him. Of course, like, again, I'm not trying to really pursue anything because it's not okay. Um, so I end my sophomore year. It's now kind of getting towards my, it is my junior year. Um, so my sophomore, at the end of my sophomore year, I go work at this church camp, come back. And now we're getting ready for my junior year. Well, at my church, we actually got these new pastors and um, there was the pastor's daughter. So um, me and the pastor's daughter just actually became friends. We really talked a lot. We hit it off. Um, she was just a great person in general. Um. Well, at this point, you know, people are like, oh, do you like her? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, you know, like it just kind of was like, no, no, no. Like we're just friends. Um, and I, I was okay with being, you know, single or being alone at this point. And so there was a point where my brother had came out to my mom because my brother is also gay. And the night that this had happened... Um, I was on my, I remember I was playing Xbox and I heard my mom crying and she was telling him, you know, like, how could you do this to me? Um, which the whole situation in itself, there was just a lot going on with it. Um, I feel like there was a lot of blame being put on one person and <laughs> it was just too much. Um, so, you know, of course I'm going in there trying to comfort my mom, um, trying to see, you know, what's, what's going on. And, you know, we, um, she's crying and she had looked at me and she like was being serious and she was like, are you gay? And, um, you know, if you are, this is your time to tell me. And I just looked her in the eyes and I was like, no, I'm not. I have a crush on so-and-so, which is this pastor's daughter. Um, so at this point, I'm going to have to pursue her because it's going to look dumb if I don't. <laughs> um, so we, <laughs> uh, so after this night, you know, we, it's brushed under the rug. My mom does not talk about it. It is not something that's brought up. Um, I can't even tell you really too many times of when I've heard my mom talk about like my brother being gay or being in a relationship with a guy um, to me at least. I, she may have to other people or she may have to my sister, but to me, we never talked about it. Um, so 
we, um, so I start dating this girl in high school and, um, we're really hitting it off the whole time that we're dating. You know, I really do feel like I had feelings for her. I was in love with her at that time. I did love her. I do still love her because I, I do think she's just a great person in general. Um, but it was just one of those, you know, I, I know I won't be able to really like do what you need me to do, you know, because I'm not attracted to you in that way, but you have a great, you know, personality. And I just think, you know, you're going to be fit with somebody else type of thing. Um, and I had a couple of thoughts. I had this thought a couple of times, like while we were dating, um, cause we're still together at this point, we go through high school, you know, I, we graduate high school, we're still together. Um, and then it comes time where I have the opportunity to go work at the summer camp again. So I'm like, Hey, you should come and work with me because this would be great. We can still be together through the summer. You know, we're making plans to get married because, you know, we're young and <laughs> that's just what young couples do in high school is, you know, oh, we're going to get married and we're going to start our own life. Um, and so we go and work at this. Uh, our, I get invited to go work at the summer camp. I applied and I got the, I got the job. Well, she applies and she does not get the job because they only had room for one person. So only one of us were going to be able to go. Well, at this point, you know, she was like, you should go because this is something that you've done for so long and it's something that you love. So go. And I was like, okay. So I go ahead, you know, I pack my bags, I leave for the summer. We're still together. Well, we start getting to the middle of the summer and I start having these thoughts again. And at this point I'm out of high school. I'm 18. Um, I can really start thinking for myself. I mean, not to say I wasn't thinking for myself in high school and stuff, but at this point, since I'm art, I'm an adult. I feel like it's easier for me to think it, um, to think for myself. And so I meet these amazing people that I worked with at the summer camp and I'm grateful to have ha been able to have like conversations with, you know, certain people, um, about, you know, these feelings that I was having and they made me really just feel accepted. You know, they made me feel that as if there was nothing wrong because there isn't anything wrong. Um, and later on and, you know, a little, little bit after I left the summer camp, um, I started doing like all this research and I'm really praying because I'm like, this can't be right. You know, like what is going on that, you know, I've had these thoughts since I was in fourth grade about liking boys and I'm having to be told that it's not right for me to like boys. Um, like why, why would who I love matter? That doesn't make sense. You know, like why would that be a sin? Um, so we just kind of like, I start questioning myself. I start questioning everything. Cause I'm, I'm done at the summer camp at this point I'm at home and I'm like, you know, I'm going to download grinder and scruff and we'll go from there. So I'm going on, you know, dates with guys. Um, I'm having a great time. You know, I have actually come out to my sister a little bit I've, around this point. You know, I've come out to her and my other sister I've, you know, eventually come out to. So it's nice because I'm actually talking about this thing with people. Um, now, it was a big deal for me to be able to tell my older sister, my oldest sister, because me and her have always been close. Um, and even today, we're still pretty close. You know, if 
basically like her opinion is what matters on a lot of things. Um, because she like basically raised me. Um, now I say this, that she basically raised me, but that is, you know, in no way to like discredit my parents or anything because my parents actually raised me, but it's kind of hard because like I said, my sister basically raised me without actually raising me. <laughs> um, she was just always there. Like if I ever needed to talk or like I said, if I was having issues at school, who would I run to, you know, it would be her. Um, she just always had the biggest influence on my life. And she was always just this brave figure of a person who I wanted to be um, because, you know, she never stood down from anything. And um, I actually tell Josh this all the time is, you know, once, whenever we get to where, have, where we're having kids, I want to have a little girl first because, you know, you always think about having a boy first because the boy can protect the girl. Um, but in no way and my family were we ever protecting my sister. She was always the, she was always the one protecting us, you know, me and my brother. Um, so I, so I was able to come out to her and, um, you know, at this point it's like, well, at least I'm talking about it to someone, somebody knows. Um, I have kind of told, you know, some of my coworkers that I was working with and close to at the time, I've had the conversation with them. So, it's getting a little bit better because I'm actually talking about th this with someone, but I don't have any plans of coming out to my parents anytime soon, um, at least from what I can think. And at this time, you know, I actually had, I was getting a little bit more into the gay community because I had like a best friend at this point who was gay. Um, and like I said, up until this point, I never really knew a lot of gay people because in our area, there weren't really any. I went to school with somebody who was gay, openly gay, and, um, I have so much respect for him because I can only imagine how it was growing up for him going through school like that. Um, and me and him are actually pretty good friends now. Um, and he's a great person, but we, um, let me see. So I'm actually being able to talk about this and I have physically said, you know, I'm gay to some people which is great, but I'm not trying to really come out to everyone because I don't want the word getting back to my parents because I don't know what's going to happen. I'm still living with them. So, you know, um, so we kind of get it and go on a little bit later. Me and Josh start talking. We really hit it off. Um, so we're at December at this point. Um, I'm somewhat living as like a closeted open gay person. I don't really know how to kind of word that. Like I'm, I'm open, but I'm really closeted at the same time. Um, so we fast forward a little bit to like April. I move out of my parents' house. I move into my apartment and I'm, I just signed a six month lease there. And, you know, I moved out of my, out of my parents' house because I want to be able to freely go see the person that I want to go see, you know, whether it's Josh or friends or whatever. And I'm not having to like give an excuse for where I'm going, you know? Um, one thing I always have to talk about with Josh and he doesn't understand this is living in, you know, a Spanish household. You don't just get to come and go as soon as you turn 18, you're still living in your parents' house and you have to live by the rule. Like you're basically still a child. <laughs> um, you're answering to them, you know, cause you're living with them where as you know, in his house, he was able to come and go as he please. Didn't have to tell anybody where he was going. 
he just had to be he says he just had to be home by a certain time or or make arrangements to stay at somebody's house well we couldn't do that you know like if i was gonna go stay at somebody's house like that just is not how that works (laughs) um so i'm moving to my parents house i'm living in my apartment Um, my six month lease is over. I actually moved in with Josh at this point, but I never told my parents where I was moving. Um, they always just thought that I was moving to like a different, um, like a different apartment or something like that. I think I did tell them I was going to move in with a roommate at one point, but I never really actually confirmed for them or told them when I moved. Um, so I'm living with Josh. Um, I would go out with him to places. So we would go on dates everywhere. Um, and I, was okay with it. We never um, questioned it or anything. And people would see us and they would, uh, of course, I would introduce him. I would say, this is my friend, Josh. Um, but he was, I never said anything more than that because specifically I can tell you example. Um, I, I saw my parents pastors out in town one day and um, then my mom was like, oh, so-and-so said they saw you out at the grocery store. And I was like, Oh yeah, I was with my friend Josh because I don't want them to know. <laughs> um, still, and you know, in my mind, I was thinking, you know, if they find out, they find out. I'm not that worried about it. But deep down inside, I was probably like still freaking out. So we get to where we are ready to move. So we end up moving out of New Mexico, which I've already talked about that story. I've told my parent. I told my parents I was moving alone. Did not tell them I was moving with someone. And the, a lot of like reason why I never really told them that I was moving with someone is because I didn't want them to think I was moving for a guy because I, I was not moving for a guy. If I was single, I still would have been moving. I would probably would have moved a lot sooner if I'm being honest. Um, but that is like one thing about me is I don't ever want people to think I'm doing something for someone because I'm not <laughs> like I'm either doing it for us together or like for myself. <laughs> um it's just like that independent woman in me, I guess. That's what I always like to call it. <laughs> um, so, and I did not, I definitely did not want people to think I had a sugar daddy either. I'm, I know I'm kind of going off of like on a little tangent here, but <laughs> anyways. So we move. I tell them I'm moving alone. I don't really talk about, you know, who I'm moving with. But at this point, kind of like people on my Snapchat and everything know what's going on. And majority of people knew, you know, what the T was because I wasn't hiding it once we moved. You know, I was pretty open for the most part about it. I just wasn't posting things like on Facebook where my mom was or on Instagram. Um, so we are living in our little duplex. And now that I'm in Austin, you know, I'm like, oh, this is a perfect time. I can finally like kind of come out to my mom and tell her, you know, what's up. Well, you know, there had been several opportunities where I wanted to, I even remember one time where I was going to tell her before I even moved and it just, it never happened. Um, right before we bought this house, before we moved out of our duplex, um, the first duplex we lived in moving to Texas, before we moved out of there and moved into the house that we bought, I actually was on the phone with my mom for like an hour and a half, almost two hours because I was going to tell her that night. Um, I was determined this is the night I'm going to tell her and it did not happen. Um, I actually remember I went to bed that night crying because I was just so upset and felt so defeated that I could not say it. I could not, you know, tell my mom who I was or, you know, the truth. 
And, you know, Josh, of course, was comforting me. He's like, it's okay. Like, it's when the moment is right, it's going to present itself and it's going to come. Um, and I had messaged my sister and I told her, hey, you know, I really tried. It just did not happen. And, you know, people were people were asking me, when are you going to tell your parents? Or because I'm 20, what was I, 21, 20? I was either 20 or 21 and I'm still telling people like, oh, my parents don't know or I never told my parents. I still haven't told my parents. And people are like shocked whenever I say that, which I completely get it because I'm not the most like masculine, straight acting person. <laughs> um, but I just kind of had always explained to people, it's not something that they're probably going to, it's not something they probably expect because I, you know, I was, I grew up with them. They raised me a specific way and, um, you know, I'm sure that's how they think I'm going to be living. So, um, we get to the point a little bit later where I need to, my car. Oh, so this, I'm actually going to kind of go over the, my quote unquote actual coming out part. So I need to, at this point, get my car registered. I think it was like getting my car registered or getting my tags renewed. It was something like that. And my mom needed my insurance information. Well, I was kind of freaking out because if she needs my insurance information, that's going to be a problem because Josh is on my insurance because we have our cars bundled with our house. And so I was like, oh no, like, oh, I'm kind of worried. And so I get to where I need to um, go ahead and send this. And I had known like a month in advance that this was, this date was going to be coming, that I needed to send it. And I was like, well, maybe she won't need it. Maybe she won't need it. And so I kind of like push it off, push it off, push it off. And then it was like the last day, like I need to, I need to go ahead and send this. And I can tell you this was a Thursday night. So I sent her my insurance information on Thursday night via email and I went ahead and went to bed because I did not want to deal with what the next, um, what was going to happen next. I was just put my phone on do not disturb and I went to bed. I figured it was already late anyway, so she wasn't probably going to see it that night. So I go to bed, um, wake up the next day, look at my phone. I don't have a message, don't have a missed call. So I'm like, perfect. Um, <laughs> my mom at this point is going to have to go to work. So she's not going to see it while she's at work. So, you know, I'm going to work. We're fine. Um, I am not that worried. It's, it's Friday, you know, it's the end of the week. Um, but towards the end of the, towards the end of my day at work, I was kind of like, Oh, like it's probably going to happen tonight. You know, like something, what the truth is going to come out tonight. And so we actually, get um so i go home and we are we have made dinner we're sitting on the couch and we're watching drag race um because there was a new episode well in the middle of the episode i get a call from my mom and i'm like oh no this is it you know like she knows now well i ignore the call because i am not wanting to deal with that at this point um and this is going to sound bad but I wanted to be happy for just a little bit longer. Um, and so we finished the episode and I did have a text from my mom saying, you know, like, I hope you haven't been lying to me all these years. Uh, basically we need to talk. And so I was like freaking out. So I went ahead, typed up this letter and um, was getting it prepared to email to her. Well, I texted her and told her, 
I'm sending you an email. You need to read this letter that I typed up because, or, you know, you just need to read this letter that I typed up before we talk. Um, and that was it. So I, I sent the letter and, uh, you know, she read it, gave me a call back and was just upset. You know, she had felt like I just betrayed her, which that's just kind of like the, how I'm sensing it probably felt for her. Um, and I completely get it. You know, I'm, I'm not ever in any way, you know, putting hatred towards like my mom or anything because I get where she's coming from. You know, she went her whole life raising a child in a specific way to be a specific, to be a specific way. And it just did not work out, um, you know, in the, the way that she would have thought. So, um, I am on the phone with her, you know, I'm telling her this is not your fault. There is nothing that you could have done in my life that would have changed who I am or who I became. And I'm not upset about, you know, any, you know, about who I am. Um, I'm, you know, I'm sorry that you're upset. Um, and let me see, I just kind of let her know, you know, this is something that I had been so sad about all these years. And now I'm finally somewhat at the point where I am okay with who I am or who I love because I know it's not wrong. Um, you know, no matter what you think or what you believe, I truly don't think that this is wrong. And so, you know, I'm telling her this, but probably she is not, I'm assuming she's not grasping onto it. Um, and so we kind of, and I can't really tell you too much of like what was said in the conversation for the most part, because it's not something that I have just like remembered. Um, there's like bits and pieces that I remember out of the conversation. Um, I do remember, you know, she did ask me, well, if, you know, why did you lie to me whenever your brother came out? And I was like, well, you know, what was gonna, what was gonna happen if I would have said, yes, I'm gay, you know, at 14 years old, 14 or 15 years old, you know, I'm still in high school. Would I have just had to go to church extra? Would I have been sent to a conversion camp? Would it have just been swept under the rug? But you were aware of what, you know, was going on. Like there's so many factors of what could have gone on and there's nothing I would have been able to do about it at that point. So I'm not going to say yes, you know, especially knowing that it wouldn't have been okay. <laughs> um, and so we basically end the conversation. It's, you know, I'm telling her, you know, I love you. There's not anything that's changed about me. I am legitimately still the same person that I was 30 minutes before we had this phone call. You know, like I'm still the same person that you have known me as. The only thing that is changing about me to you is who I love, you know, like, or what gender I'm into. Um, and so I think that's, what's really hard for me. Um, because I truly never wanted to have a quote unquote coming out story. And that's how I feel about like today's society is I, I don't feel like kids should have to have that because, you know, we should be at that point in life where there's representation out, you know, of gay people so that kids aren't confused as to, you know, why am I feeling this? Why do I have a crush on the same sex or, you know, different things like that? Um, I, for, as for myself, you know, like whenever I have kids, 
I don't want them to have to um, come to me and tell me who, like what gender they like, because I don't care, you know, like you can love, you know, the opposite sex, you can love the same sex. I truly don't care as long as that person that you fall in love with is a great person and they treat you right. And, um, you know, you are good for each other. There's, there should be no question about it. And as long as you're happy. And that was what was really hard for me is because, you know, if I were to have lived this, um, like stereotypical, like family home where it was me and my wife and we had kids, you know, I wouldn't have been happy. I would not have been able to give my wife, you know, the things that she needs as a woman because it's not, you know, I'm not attracted to her in that way. And, um, so I think it just would have been pretty hard. Um, I basically would have been, you know, closeted at that point. So I don't have any regret for, you know, like being who I am or loving who I love. Um, and I don't think that, you know, like God is wanting people to go their whole life, you know, like if they do like men having to go their whole life being with a woman or being single, because, you know, that's the whole point is he wants you to be happy. And, you know, if you're not being able to be in love with somebody who you, you know, you're supposed to be, um, how are you supposed to be happy? You know, like that just doesn't make sense to me. And that's one thing that, you know, that was one of those things whenever I was growing up is I, I never understood that. Like I always wanted to know why am I feeling like this? Why do I have these feelings? Take them away. Um, you know, it's like a constant nightly prayer of, I don't want to be like this, make me normal. And I, that's all I wanted to be was normal. Um, and it just was, it was not happening. Um, you know, I, that's something that I don't want to say I struggled with for several years because it was not, it, the being gay is not a struggle. Um, you know, like now things about being gay are, <laughs> are a struggle. Um, but I don't know, like it was just kind of a really weird life growing up. Um, but now, you know, I am happy. I don't have any hatred for anyone in my life, you know, whether it was somebody who had something negative to say about me or, you know, um, negative to say about what I was doing or who I'm with. It's, I truly try to really love everyone because what's the point in me hating anyone? You know, what is the outcome that I'm expecting to have from not, you know, associating myself with someone who just shows hate towards me or something? Um, you know, for example, actually most recently me and Josh had hit our three year anniversary mark and I had put a post on Facebook about it and, you know, shared some pictures with us. I was happy. And some, you know, one of my family members decided that they wanted to go ahead and comment on my Facebook post about, um, you know, how this lifestyle is an abomination. Um, I need to repent because it is not okay. Uh, God created man to be with woman and, you know, not to hate. He, and he said on this post, you know, don't hate me um, for speaking the truth. Or it was something along those lines. And, you know, I, I read the post. I was actually, I was at a softball game. I just got done with one game. I was reading the, I read the comment. I deleted the comment and I went on with my life. And I still love this person. You know, there's, 
there's no reason for me to have any hate towards them. They're going to have their opinions. I necessarily, you know, I'm not going to agree with it. They will never agree with me. There's no point in me trying to change their mind. Um, because when have you ever changed somebody's mind in the way that they believe or something, you know, it's just, it's just hard. Um, but you know, for the most part, like I said, now, actually not for the most part now, (laughs) I am actually very happy. You know, I don't have any regrets on the person that I've become. Um, I can hold my head up each day, proudly, you know, declaring that I am a gay man and I am in love with my partner who is also a man. You know, I definitely, we want to start our own family eventually. You know, this morning we just had a whole conversation about starting to look into taking classes for fostering. Like we are happy and I am glad to have met him and have gotten all of this support from everyone who has given me support, um, you know, throughout this whole journey of my life and if you're listening and you had ever said anything positive to me or, you know, just laughed or smiled with me whenever I had talked about, you know, any of my stories or anything, I truly thank you because it, it has been awesome. Um, and anybody who's ever said anything negative, you know, I can't, I can't discredit you. (laughs) You know, you legitimately have also shaped me to be the person that I am today. Um, I really do think, everyone. And if you yourself are having any struggles, you know, not even with just, you know, coming out as who you are, but in general, you know, if you're just unhappy about anything at all, I definitely don't want anyone to be, you know, um, like depressed, you know, depression is a real big thing. It is real. Um, and I definitely, you know, want to tell everyone go out and get help um, talk to someone, talk to a family member, talk to a friend, talk to a therapist, um, talk to me. You know, I always had a struggle reaching out to other people to ask for help with certain things. And, you know, that's definitely still something I even work on today, but it's getting a lot better. You know, I don't have an issue talking to people about certain things. Um, and so if, if you ever have like negative thoughts, even, you know, thoughts about suicide, definitely don't hesitate to reach out to someone because, you know, there are hotlines that'll help or there's, you know, people that you can reach out to, to kind of talk you through. Um, you know, even myself, I would, I would rather listen to you about having a hard day rather than list, you know, reading an obituary about you. Um, but you know, for the most part, I just want to tell everyone, I hope you guys, you know, go out and tell someone you love them um, smile at someone, have a positive impact on their life because you never know what they're going through. Um, but you know, aside from that, I don't really think I have too much more to say in this episode. I feel like I kind of like covered quite a bit. There's probably things I left out because like I said, I, I did not have anything written down for this. I'm just kind of going with the flow. Um, and This is my second time recording this whole episode, but I did not get emotional. So that is the great part. Y'all don't have to hear me crying in this. Um, But aside from that, you know, I really hope everyone has a great rest of your week. Um, I truly thank you guys for listening to this episode. And I hope y'all kick ass and have a fantastic, great, amazing day. (laughs) We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.